0: Welcome to the Homefront Podcast. I am your host, Tori McQueen. I'm a realtor, an entrepreneur, a mom of five, and a bold dreamer, always on a mission to turn nothing into something. Have you ever wondered how all these other entrepreneurs do it all? Can they actually have a successful and thriving business while also having a happy home life? Here, we dig into the real stories from how to run a biz and a home life how to scale and grow alongside managing parenting and relationships without sacrificing your home life or happiness. After all, isn't that what matters most? Let's get to it. Hi, Meredith. It's so good to have you here. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes. Okay, so I have been excited to interview you because... I just see your journey and I kind of see how quickly you've picked things up and you're getting it going and your name's getting out there. And so I have lots of questions for you. But before I dive into that, can you tell us what's your story? How did you get to where you're at now? And where are you now? Basically, sure, sure, I would love to. I started my career, I should say, in corporate advertising for about 10 years. I loved every minute of it. I live here in LA. So once I had my first child, the commute was starting to get to be a little bit of an issue, but I was like pushing through because I loved what I did. And then I had my second son pretty close to under two. And yeah. I was like, this is no longer working for me. I can't be away from both my babies for, you know, 10 hours a day. So I took a pause and tried to figure out like what I was going to do next because I loved working like I loved my corporate career I loved everything I learned in the marketing world and um that's when I found the world of virtual assistants and online business and on small online business owners and I was like hey I think I can do this so that was back in 2017 when I started as a VA and I just started helping small business owners with their marketing needs or assistant needs and now. Fast forward, it's been like five years and I, it's crazy. Yeah. I have so much to unpack there, but keep going. (laughs) And I run a boutique virtual assistance business and I have a team of six amazing women that help me out and we help small business owners with marketing needs from social media marketing to email marketing and everything in between. And I also now. Men- mentor new VA starting out because when I started out, I felt very lost. Like I had no idea what I was doing yeah. and I kind of just jumped in. So yeah. now my big passion is helping other people start their own businesses so they can be home too. Yes. Ah. Uh, okay. I love all that. And there's so, as you're talking, I'm like, okay, don't interrupt her. I <laughs> I want to know. Okay. So when you first said I had my second son and I just decided it wasn't working for me. What, obviously you didn't want to be away from him. What made you comfortable to just say, I'm done? Like, what did that, like quitting your nine to five look like? Did When you came back and you're like, oh, I just delved into the world. Okay, we see that as like, we just do it, right? But what did that actually look like for you? So people in my life had lots of conversations with me of like, I don't know if I'm going to do this. Should I go back? What am I going to do? Like, my poor friends and family. I, it sure. was very hard for me. Like, it wasn't a decision where, like, I know a lot of people, once they have a child, they're like, I'm just going to be home. Like, they're, they're, yeah. it just didn't, it wasn't like that for me. Like, I yeah. loved work. I loved the community. I loved the company I was working for. And, like, I love that part of me. I love the career part of me. Mm-hmm. So, for me, it was hard to, like, step away. Like, I would say yeah. it was hard on that side, but, Yes, of course, I wanted to be with my babies, of course. So there was a lot of back and forth. <laughs> that was like one time, you know, and then I was just kind of searching for something. I was like, I need something to fill my cup. I have all these skills. Like I worked in the world for like 10, 11 years. Like I need to, yes. use them. I can provide value. And so I started as a VA, like I knew one person who was an executive virtual assistant. I had never heard of it before. And I was like, hey, I could do that. I could do that from home when the babies are sleeping. Like, and I just started. Like, I just, like, I started looking online. I tried to get information. And at that time, I didn't know, like, where the course creators were at or where the mentors yeah, no. like jumped in. And I was like, I can do it. I'll get a client or two. And that's kind of how it started. Like, you just started out getting clients. You're just like, okay, if I'm going to be a virtual VA, what do they do? And then let me go find someone that maybe I know that I can help. Yeah. And I, I really leaned into my community. Like once I decided like, Hey, I'm going to do this. I like emailed my family and friends and was like, Hey, I started this business. Do you or anybody, you know, need help? Like, and that's how it started. And I had a friend who had a mom who needed help. And I had a friend who had someone else that needed help. There's always someone. Yes. And that's like the biggest thing when I, when I'm working with new VAs, I'm like, have you asked your friends? Have you asked your family? Like, I know everyone gets so nervous to like announce a business but I'm like no one can help you unless they know that you're in business you know like let people know and I was just welcomed with so much support of I think I know someone who might need this let me forward this on you know Mm -hmm. I mean that was a long time ago you know now everybody know what knows like works at home first of all and it has like virtual working you know when I started, people are like you can't really like work at home like this isn't really gonna work And I was like, yeah, it will. Like people do it. So I just kind of started there. I started with my friends and family. Yes, yes. And I think people don't realize that it's just that simple. I wouldn't say it's easy because people have a hard time. Like if it were easy, everyone would do it. But I think we tend to make things overcomplicated. And I like how you say like, no, I literally just went to people I know in my community and saw where I could add value there. And that's how you started.
1: Yeah, and it wasn't
0: in in an overnight thing. Like, I got one client for a couple hours. I mean, I had two kids at home. I didn't have childcare, so I was still at home. So I worked around my hours, but that's the beauty of being an online business owner and offering virtual assistance. I get to work whenever I want. So when the babies were sleeping, I was working or at night or in the morning, and I made it work. Yes. Okay. So that was back in 2000, what'd you say, 17? Like 2017, 2018. Okay. So... When did you get your first employee, and how did that look? So I don't have employees; I have contractors. So I have all that are on my team have their own businesses, which I love too because yes. I'm supporting them build their own business. And my first one was 2019, and she was just I hired her for a very small amount of time a month to help me with my social media, like. I have to focus on clients' social media. (laughs) I could you do mine? Yes. Yeah. So that was my six. Okay. So what are the six roles that you have? So right now I have help. Well, a lot of our clients are social media focused. So a lot of my help is social media focused. So I have people who are social media managers, you know, that specialize in that. I have somebody who is helping with bookkeeping for some of my clients. I have designers because I need people to do social media graphics and design things. And then I have obviously like general virtual assistants that help with all different client needs that we have. Yes. Okay. So when you first started getting the help of these people, and I know that business has changed online to where, especially with COVID hitting, like I think people realize like there's more opportunity online than what they thought before. but when you're working online and you're going from that jump up, was it just natural for you to think like, oh, I need to hire help? Or at what what moment did you, what moment no. did you like, <laughs> okay, that's easy. Just go get help. Or or what did that look like for you? And how quickly did you go from like hiring one person to then hiring? And by hiring, I mean like partnering or bringing on contractors uh, to continue working with so it was scary I mean I think this is something I talk to clients about all the time too like it was not just like oh I just need to hire someone I'm just gonna get someone no because then you're responsible for paying that person and you have to make sure you're making enough to like keep that person on and you don't want to like have to let them go so for me it was like a really scary decision you know like it was it was nerve-wracking also like our businesses are us, right? So my name's on it. So if something goes out wrong, it's me, you know, like (laughs) there's no way of hiding, you know? So I thought about it for a couple of months and then I just started really small. I smart started with like 10 hours a month, which seems really small, but it was life changing for me. Like I wasn't, work. I don't work 40 hour weeks. So for me to get 10 hours back for me to work on client work and to start talking and creating more relationships with people that could be clients in the future was huge. And then I had one for a long time, just one teammate for a very long time, I think like a year, year and a half or two. And then we just, I started to get more clients that needed more help. And so the demand was there. I was like, okay, now it's time to take on that next person. Okay, we're ready for that next person. And then we started building processes and procedures for like bringing new people on. But yes, it is always scary to bring someone onto the team, but it can be just life-changing, even if it's for a small amount of- Right. Well, and I think that's where I notice that a lot of people get stuck, right? Especially in the service industry or where you're online, you are your brand. It's like people think that, okay, I have to do this and I have to handle that. And then I need to make sure that this is done. And I have to, you know, and I think people forget that, yes, you have to do that, but I mean, you, you don't have to work at the register, right? Like I always say, like, you don't have to be the one at the register, but you can still make sure the processes are in place and bring people on to make sure that the experience is there that you, you want it to have there. So that's kind of why I asked you because a lot of uh, entrepreneurs that I talk to, especially like mompreneurs that are working in their business, they want to grow, but they think, oh gosh, that's more hours, more responsibility. And I don't know if I can take, I I don't know, I don't know if I'm ready to hire somebody. So how would you know, like, if you're ready to bring on a VA and like, how did you know? And how did, I mean, you mentioned getting your time back and I always talk about that, but sometimes for someone who wouldn't fully understand that, what would you say to them or how would you guide them? So what I think, it's for working moms always. It's a time balance, right? Like my currency is time. My currency is not money. It's exactly. like how much, how much time, like obviously money is nice, but like how much time do I have in my day? How much time can I spend with my family? How much time am I working? That sort of thing. So I think when you are, the way you should know is you're bogged down with like the day-to-day, right? Whatever the core of your business is, it depends, you know, what it is. But when you're bogged down with Small things like scheduling a social media post or invoicing a client where your expertise, whatever that may be, is not needed. Like someone else can invoice someone for you. Someone else can schedule that post like someone else can draft up an email for you. You can review it and have your final say. But when it starts to get like those daily tasks, that's when it's time to hire someone. And what I always recommend when people are starting is. Take a week or two weeks or whatever when you're starting to think about it and just get I'm old school. So I like to write everything down. But if you're a digital yeah. person, put it on your phone, whatever it is, and just every day write down stuff that like your zone of genius, whatever that is, if you're a coach or yes. whatever it is, is not needed. So like whatever you've done, you manually post something on social, you upload it to YouTube, you like you're not using your expertise to do that. And someone else can do it. And just write down those tasks. Because that will really help you out when you're looking for someone. Because a lot of the times people are like, I know I need someone, but I don't even know what they need to do, you know? So then I, if you have that I, list, exactly. you can look back and look, oh, these are more like social media focused. Oh, no, I need like general assistance. Like I need someone who's going to like <laughs> put files away from me, whatever, whatever it might be. And then that can kind of help guide you to start off. Yes, I think that's totally great. I, I did the same thing, kind of like type, like managing like where you're spending your time and then being able to see like, okay, first, what do you enjoy? What do you not enjoy? Where, where's your expertise not needed? Like you said, and starting there with a big list. And I think again, why do we overcomplicate it? Right. We think, you know, it's stuff that we don't need, but really we do. We're spending a lot of time on things that we don't need to be there for. Well, and there's certain things like I could spend all day in Canva. Like I really could. I love it. I'm not necessarily like the best at it, but I could spend all day like tweaking, changing freebies. But it's like, that's where I have designers. They're like way better at it than I am. And I'm just spending three hours for something they could do in like half an hour, you know? (laughs) So it's like that. It's just like finding those places and figuring out where you can get the help zone of genius yeah yeah totally okay so with that being said when hiring okay virtual assistants what are the top positions that you think virtual assistants can and do in business now for online businesses or any business Yeah, I think it's tough because the word, like the name, virtual assistant is such a unicorn now. Like people are like, I want a virtual assistant. And then they put all the responsibilities and it's like, okay, how can one person be like a specialist and all that? There's so many things. But I would say the most that you're going to see on for online business owners, at least are social media assistants, email marketing assistants, a lot of website maintenance, updating landing pages, websites, blogs, that sort of thing. And general assistance, like whatever you need a personal assistant to do, you know, a VA can do that for you virtually. Mm-hmm. I would say those are like the majority, but you can get people doing lots of technical things. Automations, there's, you know, podcasts, helping manage podcasts, as you probably know. Yes. Helping manage your <laughs> podcast because it is a lot of work. Like podcasts, podcasts are a big deal and it's like, you know, coordinating project management is another So there's lots of different ways that like a virtual VA can help you. Yes. And I, so this is where it, it gets interesting, right? Because there are VAs that are very niche down on like what their specific thing is. Would you say that that's better to hire somebody who's like only email marketing or someone who can work more hours, but spread thin, like spread out? In their talents? I think this is an awesome question because it kind of leads me into like there's two different types of service providers that I've seen like okay yeah so like you can hire a virtual assistant say for like a certain amount of hours a month Mm -hmm. and they can kind of do everything for you right they can help you they can be an assistant so they you can show them how to help you with your podcast they can maybe do some design work they can maybe do they're kind of like a generalist right Mm-hmm. And you might have to train a little bit. You might have to take them through processes and show them how you want things done. Or you can po- you can hire someone who specializes in something. So like for us, our social media clients, they don't really need to do anything. They say, I want to I sign up. And we're like, okay, here's the process. Like, we'll take over all your content creation. We'll do all that. And we have a process yeah. for you. So I think there's like two steps. And each step is great depending on where you are in business, you know? When I first started, I just got a general VA that helped me in a lot of different areas. And now it's like I've moved up to have people who specialize in certain things because I need them for that. But I think that's also like someone who doesn't want to manage someone. Then you want a service provider that only does that. Like say you were looking for someone for your podcast. You want someone who has experience doing podcasts. You can just send the videos to and they get it done. Like, you don't want to sit there and be like, I want it done this way. They're like, no, this is the process. This is what we do. So there's definitely like two ways to go about it. Both are great for different, like different seasons of business, I should. Yes. And I'm glad you mentioned that because I think the world's kind of shifting. I think, especially in this online space, like you said, I don't have employees. I deal with a lot of contractors. And I think it's awesome, first off, because that is where you really do get people in their zone of genius and where they want to be, right? They are like, if, I, if I'm if i contracting out somebody to work on my email campaigns, that is their whole business. Like that is what they're really good at. I don't have to teach them anything. They actually, in fact, keep me in my lane and they tell me what, it's like you hire someone to tell you what what they need from you to be able to do their job, which is amazing. And if they don't work out, you can find somebody else. But you don't have to be a genius at the thing to teach the next person to do it, which I think has been, I have, I have a little bit of both, but it's in my businesses, but it, it is harder to take that extra time to hire someone to create, to make sure that the process is created, to make sure that you train them and that they're successful. You know, whereas if you hire just a VA that already knows what they're doing, that already have their own systems in place. You just kind of plug and play to their system and it's a lot easier. And I think it's important to say that the investment is usually different, right? So like, you know, if you hire someone that's kind of a generalist, you're going to, the investment won't be as high as if you find someone who's an expert and you're paying for the expertise, you're paying for them to tell you what to do, which a lot of us want to be told what to do now, right? Like that's where we are. But if we go on our own, because we don't want to be told what to do, but then we're like, hey, I need to hire all these little mini experts that tell me what they need from me. To be able to do what I want to do. Exactly. So that's, that's a big difference too. So depending on where you are in business, like one is, might be better than the other for you at a certain time. So yeah, I think it's, it's good that you get the option, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, your virtual assistant business that you run, how many hours a week would you say that you work And you're, because you're still home, right? And your kids are so little. And are you getting childcare? Yes. So I have a six and an eight-year-old, both at school. And then right now I have a daughter napping at home. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) A two and a half-year-old. So I'm very much still in the season. I shift seasons every couple months. We have something else going on. So yes, right now I do have, you know, a part-time nanny that helps. But I would say on an average week, I'm working, I'm still working part time. So I'm 25 to 30 hours, I would say at most would be. That's amazing. I love hearing that because I always tell people like, no, I, you know, because time is my currency. I always tell people, no, I take my goals and I chop it into 25 hours a week. Like that's all I have to give. Like, So that's my starting point. And then I only want to make more and work less from there. Like that's kind of how I how I have always been when I decided to work and be with my kiddos. So it's I love that you say that. So doing that then, that's that's how you're managing stuff. How are you also are you getting any kind of assistance or VA help at all with your personal stuff? Or is it mostly just the work side? Oh, just the work side. I think that that's at home, you know, we're always a balancing act, right? I'm sure you have the same thing with all the kids' (laughs) activities and all uh the fun stuff. But no, I just, I only have it in my business. So at home, it's me and my husband balancing everything, getting everything done. And then your part-time nanny that sometimes you call in, you said? Yeah. Just to help while I need to get, you know, when I need large blocks of time to get projects done, strategy work, that's when I need the narrowed in time versus I'm still used to working one hour here, two hours there, you know, around naps and stuff. But there's still, we still meet a couple of days a week where I get blocks of time. Exactly. I'm the same way. And it's very, my husband helps out a lot. And for me, it's nice to time block, especially that time that you have to work on your business that you sometimes forget like, oh, wait, I actually need to strategize and replan that out and restructure that and talk to my team and communicate. And so it does take times. It's just different. So I like the, I, I appreciate you sharing that. And I also do like, I know everyone says, oh, working on the weekends. That's no, but like, my husband has a week, kind of like a weird schedule. So sometimes I do work on the weekends and I'm okay with that. Like I get to create my schedule. If my daughter's sleeping for three hours, everybody else is at an activity. Like sometimes that's like the most creative time for me to like sit down and think about my own business, you know? So I really like make my own schedule. Like I can work on the weekends if I want to and work during the week. Obviously, that's when the client work all goes down. But I think working when you can and what works for you and your family is like the best. Yes. Yes. So, what does your, do you have a typical schedule or do you kind of just go with the flow? Yeah. No, I do have like, I mean, I'm a type A personality. So, I don't have to have some kind of schedule, but yes, like on a typical day that I do have health with childcare, I work, you know, 8 30. My daughter goes down at noon. And so I'll, I'll have health until like two so I get like good blocks of time but then when I don't have childcare, I'll work during her naps. so she's a noon napper right now so I get like two and a half three hours before we have to get the boys so I always work that time every single day so and then sometimes I work at night sometimes I like to work at night when the kids are in bed like sometimes I can get really creative but yeah, it shifts, but those are like the bulk of my hours. Like I know I have those and if I have something extra special to work on or something I'm working on, I'll, you know, bring in other time that I need to work, but definitely that's usually Yeah, the very standard. similar. Yeah, mine is very similar. Okay, so if you're starting to work with a client, do you work with people on who they should hire and when? Or do you do people come to you when they're like, I already know I want a VA and I need it for this? Or do they come to you like, hey, I think I need help. I have no clue what to do first, if I'm ready or not. Like, I don't even know. Like, who do you work with? So many different people. This is a great question. So a lot of the time I'll just get referred from someone, right? And they'll be like, I think I need help. I don't know if you're the right person. Can I just talk to you? I'm like, great. Yes, let's talk, you know. And we kind of go down that, like, do you want a VA or do you want like a service provider? You know, we figure that out. I also work with people who maybe already have a team. Like they have an established team of contractors and they're like, it's just like not working. Like we're not doing something well. Our processes and procedures aren't working. Like I just need help. And I do that in an intensive and we go through like what the team can be doing. What can we get off their plate? What can we delegate to someone else so that they have more time to be the CEO of their business and work on the core of their business? And then obviously I work with people who are like, I just need help with social media. Can you take it over for me? I, I can't do it. And we do a lot of that. We do a lot of email management, a lot of social media management. We help with, you know, managing podcasts, that sort of thing. So we kind of work with like different levels of people in their business. Mm-hmm. of like, depending on where they were and where they are, you know, and if someone's not ready for like a for full service service provider, which we are. I usually have like a recommendation for them. I'm like, oh, I have someone that might work well with you. Because I work with so many VAs and I mentor them now. So it's kind of great to like, if they're not a good fit for us, then I can send them on to somebody. Right. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Now, you have three children of your own. How did that look as you added on a new child? Did you prep for maternity leave and... So how was your personal journey with that and how you shifted through that change? But then also, what do you recommend for others that are shifting through changes of either time or, you know, for me, it's like all sports now. So it's like, oh, God, how do, how, how do you use people to need to grow through change or prep for being gone for long periods? Yeah, so... That's the one thing I've been so thankful for my business that like every season of my children is like a new season, you know, like they went to preschool and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to work. Like, let's get, let's get <laughs> thirty five hours, you know, like as soon as they were yeah. both in preschool and I didn't have my third, like all of a sudden it opened up so much room for me to work and like not. So for maturity leave, obviously I knew well in advance. So I just was very transparent with my clients. I'm like, you guys all know I'm pregnant. I'm prepping for this. I let them know. I kind of put an action plan together for all of them and said, this is what's going to happen when I'm out. I truly did take three months. But also I work at home. So it was like, you know, after the three months, it was very easy for me to go back. I didn't have to like yes. go <laughs> into an office. She was just working with me. It wasn't a big she, deal. Yeah. But... You're like, I guess I'll pick up my phone. Yeah. And I just... The teammates I already had, I just said, hey, are you going to be able to help me out? Like, I would love to help your business and you can help my clients even more. And they helped me take over my clients while I was gone. And all my clients were, like, very happy with it. Like, I introduced them. We had an action plan. We knew what was going to happen. We knew the tasks that were going to be taken. And it really didn't skip a beat. Like, it was really, I know that sounds like crazy to, like, a new online service (laughs) provider that's just starting. Like, I could never do that. But I felt like at that point, I had like really good teammates that already kind of knew the clients and the client work. And I was lucky to be working with really great clients that understood. And we it kind of made it pretty seamless. But I was still nervous. Like I was like, oh, what are they going to think? Like, are they going to and I was ready for people to be like, yeah, I'm just going to find someone else. Like I was prepared for that. And I just didn't get that. So it was kind of nice. And then I got back and then it was time. I just grew more because they were already helping me out with those clients that it was just like okay now I want you to keep your hours now let's like get another client and like expand the team more so it kind oh. of if anything it kind of helped me delegate because like I had to you. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah it forced you That is such a thing that I get a lot because obviously I just had I just had my fifth baby so I've got a lot and I am in the trenches and people are like, oh my gosh, how do you do that? And I'm like, dude, I am like forced to let go of things, let yeah. go of things that just don't serve me or that, that I don't need to be doing. I could have some else be speed handling. And it's, it's actually helpful, which people don't believe me when I say this, but it helps me value my time even more. So then, I have to really think about what I should be doing with my time in that 25 hours, and what I'm gonna delegate, right? And i I am now like my girls that I have now, the people that I'm working with. I always tell them, I said, "Listen, you better be keeping track of everything you don't like because that's gonna be the next person's job." So we're we're, we're already like, we already know that like we're gonna have to get more help, but it's just. It's a different mindset now, I think. And I think that's kind of nice to have like the forced reevaluation. Or like every couple quarters when like another child goes to like a different school oh, or yeah. a different childcare or like I'm forced to rethink it. Like, okay, now our schedule's changing again. Like I, how yes. are we going? and I think exactly. it's kind of helpful, honestly, to me. Yes. It's like, um it's constant reevaluation, like nothing it all it's always high priority right? You're always reprioritizing. So like, yeah, like you said, like when one of my kids goes through like, hey, we're going to start a tournament team. You're like, oh, all (laughs) right, here we go. Commitment. (laughs) All right. But it just changes it. It just changes. But VA help is definitely probably really, a really good option for businesses now. And I think that a lot of people just don't understand that, like, they don't have to do it all. Like, that's, like, the one thing, like, when I talk to clients that Mm -hmm. have been small business owners, usually, like, a long time. Like, They have legit businesses. Like, they are, like, doing well. They're just like, I've just done it for so long. I'm like, yeah, but you don't have to. Like, we can do it for you. You know, I think. You can work with your clients and we can do the back end stuff. Like, yeah, so it's just like they've just been so used to doing it all on their own. And then the minute we start, like, say it's social media and they're like, oh, my gosh, that's gave me so much time back. Like, it's crazy. I'm like, yeah, because you don't need to do it. I I can do it. I know. I know. Well, especially when you get people that are good, because I think it's that fear of like, oh, God, is it? For especially with social media, I think the biggest challenge for me was always like, "Oh gosh, is it gonna be authentic is is it gonna be is it gonna be coming from me if it's not necessarily coming from me and And you know all that like it's like yes, you can definitely still make it authentic, but it's just a different way, and some stuff still has to be you if you're making a lot of video content, but it can be pushed out in different ways or strategized in different ways, you know exactly and yeah. there are, there are ways like we, we aren't social media managers for nothing like we have ways to repurpose all your content use everything that you've already created and create them into new things so yeah that's always a fear i think like one of the biggest challenges i hear from like new clients is like how is it going to sound like how are you guys gonna you know and it's like well it's a collaboration at first until we get to know your brand as in everything And then once we know you month, two months, three months, it just turns into a process. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, friends, I'm just chiming in here to invite you to join in on my friends club. It's like a newsletter, but way more fun. By joining, you'll get exclusive access to bonus episodes, freebies, tools, tips, and resources to empower you to scale in your business and your home life. As a bonus, you'll get the option to opt in to get monthly video updates on what I'm working on behind the scenes in my business and my home friends. This is your chance to take advantage of all the valuable content from myself and guests on the show, as well as getting to know each other on a lot more personal level. It's super easy. Just click the link in the show notes or go to ToriMcQueen.com slash Friends Club to join. That's ToriMcQueen.com slash Friends Club. See you inside. So you have your little girl now and your other two are in school. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of hitting that like, okay, I'm ready to grow now because she's probably napping more you're getting in the groove of things is mm-hmm. she gonna go to preschool or anything or are you yes. gonna yes. go with a nanny hopefully in the next couple of months so that'll even be like another seat because it's just gonna be like dedicated time <laughs> then I'll just like know for sure I'll get to work so it's like that's gonna be like a whole new world which I'm excited about for her too like she's gonna have fun oh. making friends but it'll just be more. uh I guess planned out than what it is right now. Yes, and there's something about them sometimes getting help with them going outside the home, which is a little bit helpful because then your house isn't being like, it's the the proximity isn't necessarily there either. So the lingering, like, oh, what are they doing, or I'm missing out on what what where they're going, and and that is, I feel like a hard part for a mom working at home. Cause then it's like, oh, she's just down there with dad making lunch. But like, I want to see what they're making. Like, I want to go down there and, and, you know, but if I know that, okay, my kids are off at school, like, I don't have to think about it. I, you know, you, you just kind of, you're like, oh no, they're doing their thing. Boom. Like, I don't, I don't have FOMO about them at school, but I get FOMO if they're here. You know what I mean? Of it's course. Good. Yeah, yeah. And good. I feel like it's it's good to have the division when we work from home, too. You know, it's like Absolutely. working from home that is such a blessing. And we're so lucky we get to do it. I mean, but like no. sometimes it's like I'm at the Fine. kitchen table. I'm in my desk. I'm in the bedroom. It's just like I'm all over the place, which is great, which is like what we love. But also yes. it's kind of nice to have the division, you know? Yes, yes. Especially like my husband is home now more. And we're working on like incorporating him into our businesses. So it's like, I told him the other day, I said, I'm going to leave for a little while because you're bugging me and I need to like get stuff done. And not bugging me in a bad way, but basically like it makes me, I'm distracted. Like I'm distracted now. Like now we had fun. We had our holidays. Now I got to get to work. So yeah. I getting in my groove. But I think the biggest thing for me too, looking into 2023 is, is hiring more help. Anytime you take on new projects and the more you dig into this online beast, it's, it's bigger and bigger and bigger. And the opportunity is like, there's no ceiling, right? So it's like more help, the more help you get, I think the better off you are, would you say? Yeah, I totally agree. And even taking small steps to that, like. When I started with one person on my team and then all of a sudden within like three years, which seems like a long time, but really isn't. I now have six. Like, that's crazy. Like, if you would have asked me back then, if I would have that many people on my team, I would say no, never. Yes. And now it's like, we're always like, okay, how can we get more hours to someone else? Like, who do we need next? Like, what are we going to need to like help our clients? Like, what services do we need to be better at? Who do we need an expert in? You know, that sort of thing. Cause we're like a little agency. So I think, Always looking for the next step and how to grow and how you can do it and be better for your clients really is what the goal is. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of different types of virtual assistants. So, and it from anywhere in the world. Yeah. Right. Which is a whole nother thing. So, I'm going to ask you a question about that now, too. Like, you have six people. Is do you focus on working with only VAs that are in the US or do you work with some in Canada or some in the Philippines or some in? other countries or what does that look like? All of mine are in the U.S. They're all, most of them are moms that are, you know, same mission as me. But I'm open to working with anyone. That's just kind of how my team is. And I find women who are on similar journeys as me, like creating Mm -hmm. a passion and I really like to support their businesses and help them get more clients as well. So that's kind of what I'm looking for someone who's aligned with, you know, my mission and helping women feel less overwhelmed and get to where their goals are and so that's kind of what I look for when I'm looking for contracts but uh, contractors but I've worked with people all over the world for other things for projects and all of that depending on what their expertise is well and that's the cool thing about virtual assistants is it can really work from anywhere any talent from all over the globe you have access to yeah that's the amazing part I mean there's so it's like I probably haven't even like touch the surface of everybody out there who has all, who have the expertise and everything yes oh okay so what would you say if someone were to find something what what are the top three positions that you think most online entrepreneurs need I would say like a general VA who's just gonna help you with like random things right like maybe it's your calendar if you service clients maybe it's putting blogs on your website like very general things invoicing clients the the random everyday tasks a general VA would be great for and that's helpful to many people right from the start i think is social media social media management is like such a crazy thing now especially with all the video having someone even if you want to start small and they're just scheduling for you i feel like that is huge uh, and then i guess it would depend on what type of you know business you have a lot of we work with a lot of coaches so they have groups so like community managers are a big deal like making sure their clients are getting the help they need and making sure that everybody's getting answered if they have questions and that sort of thing and then email marketing obviously I'm sure everyone's heard this before but we don't own social media so getting <laughs> <laughs> getting people on our list is very important. I can't stress that enough, even being it's a social like one medium. of the most important things. I think it's if not the most, yeah, and I feel more. like just having them on your list and as like a loyal community member is so important, so helping with email mm-hmm. email marketing, even if it's just you know helping just making sure you're on track, the timelines to send one email a month like that could be really helpful to keep in touch with your. Oh, that, that is so helpful to just think that they can just even do the timelines or the outlines or anything like that. That's helpful. What would you say these, the general VA, social media VA, email marketing VA, do they, the different skills, do they charge differently or do they cost oh, yeah. the same? Yeah, I think it would be kind of like what we were talking before. It depends if they're an hourly VA, which you can get a VA for an hourly rate, or if you're buying into someone who's an expert, say, in email marketing, and you're buying like a service package. So your service package would be, you know, four newsletters a month. And this is what you're going to get in deliverables versus hours versus like, oh, you're going to do email marketing, but I have you for 10 hours a month, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah the investment would be different. Okay. Can you give us an example of maybe what uh, some of these these three top three categories investment-wise looks like in a rain? I would say for like a general VA, the going rate is probably about 30, $35 an hour right now for generalists. So someone who can do kind of like a lot of things, can help you out in various capacities, And that would be like, you would be committing to a certain amount of hours. You know, would it be 10 hours a month, 20 hours a month? Maybe it's 10 hours a week at an hourly rate. Versus if you're looking for like a social media manager, you're going to be looking at like a package. Not many people who are social media managers are going to be charging hourly. You can find find some of them. You can. I'm sure you can. I think. Yeah. It's kind of hard because it's a lot of time and effort that's put into social media So you're going to be, depending on like what platforms you're on, the investment can vary a lot. But let's just, let's put an example together, right? So like Instagram, I like to hang out on Instagram. (laughs) If you're looking at Instagram and maybe you're hoping to do help with like three posts a week just to keep a constant, you're like new to business. You just want to keep a constant visibility out there for your community. You're having them help with engagement. You're having them help with your videos. You're having them help with like content creation. You're probably looking between like a thousand to 1500 a month, which to a lot of people seems like a lot, but it's a lot of work. Like depending on what you're having them do, if you're doing. DMing if you're doing, you know, outreach, different things, engagement, helping them, scheduling or man like manually posting it just kind of depends, but for a social media manager you're going to be looking at a package probably for Yeah, okay. Well, and that makes sense. Great. Uh okay. I think that a lot of people should reach out to VAs to get some work done because I think that they're is a lot of opportunity there to get help and, and to find people that you actually are passionate with. Like you said, you're, you're working with a bunch of stay-at-home moms that they're passionate with uh, about the same things that you're passionate about. And I think that that's part of the joy in hiring VAs too, that align with you. Would you say, I'm gonna wrap this up here soon so I don't take up all your time, but would you say people should be concerned about contractors working with other people in addition to them or no? So never understood that. Maybe because yeah. when I speak, maybe. I don't know. Like, I've never understood why that would be a problem. Like, if anything, like, I always saw it as, like, a positive. Because, like, right? if you're hiring people who have worked with other people in your industry, they're going to bring to you, this went well. This did not go well. We should do it this way. I've seen it done really well this way. Like, I remember when I first started, I like the first couple of clients I worked with, I learned so much. Like I had no idea. And then I brought that to my next client and then I brought it to my next client. So I've never been concerned. Yes, you could have a concern of like them taking on too many clients, I guess, and not giving you the attention that you want. But like, I think experience is where it's at. Like, I want to hear like what went good, what went bad. What should we do? What shouldn't we do? What's (laughs) What's not working? Yeah. 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 I always tell my girls, like, I don't really care how many hours it takes you to get something done. Like, it, I feel like you can tell when someone's not working well on something and that should mm-hmm. be it. should not necessarily have anything to do with how many hours they spent with you versus somebody else. I think, mm-hmm. I think it's just very much about the quality of, like, what you're getting and the value you're getting. Yeah. So. I mean, I think, like, I always ask, like, mm-hmm. when I am hiring someone, like, How many clients do you typically take on? How many hours do you typically work? Like, just so you can get an idea. Like, are you their only client? Uh, Do they have 10 clients? Like, that might be a difference in, like, the attention you're going to get. But, like, that's never held me back from hiring someone because they have a thriving business. Like, if anything, you're like, oh, well, they're doing something right. Like, let's get on that train. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I think that's, like, scarcity mindset or something when people think that. So I think that's good. Great. Well, there's so many other questions I could ask you, but where do you see yourself going in the next five years with your business? And how can people find you? Okay. Great. Great. In the next five years, my goal is to continue my mini agency, my boutique agency, keep getting the dream clients that I have now, and also expanding my VA mentorship. So right now I have a mentorship and I have a course. And I have VA strategy sessions, but really, I would love to help as many women or men as possible to have, you know, a virtual assistant business and start their virtual assistant business and work on their own terms, starting a business on their own terms. And where people can hang out with me. I like to hang out on Instagram. So okay. you can find me at VA. Or if you want any resources or check out my website or talk about getting help with virtual assistants, I'm just at MeredithRaber.com. Perfect. Perfect. And who would you, cause I keep hearing you say your dream clients. So last call, who are your dream clients? Oh man. So I have a lot of good ones right now. So it's hard right. to like put them yeah. all cause I have men and women, even though I always speak to women, I do have some really, really, maybe it's an energy clients right now, <laughs> which is fine, but maybe it's an energy or like new business owners or people looking to scale, but they're stuck. Like, I don't know, maybe like who would be a dream client, I guess. I love clients who are super passionate about what they do and they just need some help. Like they're just like, I just want to get out there. Like I just want to provide value. I am really, I like working with people who are driven by whatever they're doing. They want to provide value. All they care about is helping their clients. Right now I'm working with some really amazing coaches that are just doing amazing things out there. So I would love to continue to work with more coaches and really just it's it's really motivating to me to see people who are so driven. Like it makes me more motivated for my own business when I'm like, oh, my gosh, you just did that. Wow, that's crazy. Like I need to do that. Like they they, they, they like motivate me. So I guess it's like I guess when I say dream clients, like I'm motivated and inspired by them and by their missions and who they're helping. And I feel like that just motivates me more to work you know? Yes. Yes. Well, I love it all. And I appreciate you sharing your story, both personal and also, you know, what you're doing with your business. I think it's awesome. And I know that you'll bring a lot of value to people. So if anybody needs anything VA service related, they should definitely be reaching out to you. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Yes. Thank you. And we'll chat again soon. I'm sure. All right. Bye. Thanks again for joining me on another episode of the Homefront Podcast, where happiness is our true profit. If you enjoyed today's chat, please take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. This helps us to learn, grow, and reach more listeners. Join me again next week as we drop new stories, experiences, and game-changing tips for your homefront and biz. As always, here empowering you in business and in life. Until next time.